Good morning, and it is my favorite time of day. It is Wednesday, 11 o'clock, and you are listening to Rookies and Rockstars streaming live from Cliff Central on your Wheat Chap app. My name is Subi Moya, and I've got such a spectacular show lined up for you. It's all things sweet, charming, and delicious. But before we get to that, let's just refresh your memory on what Rookies and Rockstars are all about. We all have something to contribute to this world, and we have to search for it, and we have to find whatever it takes to release it. Put another way, we all have the musician inside of us. I'm an actress, so I always bring in the arts. We all have music within us. We have to play it because the world is waiting to be enriched. Rookies and Rockstars right here on cliffcentral.com is about having a leading edge. It's about having imagination. It's about being... Being an entrepreneur is a way of life. It's not curated. It's not lived in the moment. It's being always entrepreneurially switched on. I'm surrounded by really powerful and fierce and, and beautiful women in studio who find opportunities, and that's why they're here with me this afternoon. It's about being and living in dynamic South Africa and grabbing those opportunities, capitalizing on change and get the timing right. Entrepreneurs, as these ladies who are here in studio, are resourceful. They love a challenge. They find solutions, and they are problem solvers. So, oh, before I get started, let me give a big shout-out to my co-host, Jade, who's going to be joining us, and she'll be back, thank goodness, next week. She is the rock star of the show, Jade. A big shout-out to you. I miss you, girl, and I can't wait to have you right here with us on Rookies and you being the rock star next week, Wednesday from 11 to 1 o'clock. Just a friendly reminder that you can find us or follow us on Twitter on cliffcentral.com or call in on 861-555-189. Follow me on Twitter at at Subimboya, one word, or at jawbone underscore jade, or my WeChat ID is Subimboya and Jade's is Jade Reniston. Without any further ado, we're talking the artesian movement when it comes to small business and operations. And in studio, we have Michelle Gomez, Sebastio, and her daughter, Jessica Cooper, from Foose Pops. Good morning, morning. ladies. Morning. And then we have Peter Frisch, is that correct? That's correct. From Pete's Supernatural Ice Cream. Good morning. Good morning, Clubby. How are you ladies doing? You know what? I'm so excited to taste all your delicious ingredients. Pete, let me just start off with you. Pete's Supernatural is all natural. The milk and cream come from a family-run farm in Henley on the Clip, from cows that are pasture-fed with no hormonal antibiotics. There are no artificial colors, and the flavors are the real deal. Pete's Supernatural is, for the most part, ice cream for grown-ups. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing... Cloyingly sweet, and the ice cream comes in the colors of its ingredients. No test tube blues or reds. In fact, nothing astronaut-friendly at all. But discerning children <laughs> love it too. Peanut brittle, yummy, is perfect for small people. Anything with chocolate or peppermint goes down well, and vanilla is always a winner. Thank you for joining us on Rookies and Rockstars. Thank you. Michelle and Jessica, Fruise Pops. Fruise Pops are a gourmet ice pop with a difference. 100% pure and local pop of frozen delight. I love that. Crafting using the freshest, most natural, and where possible organic ingredients to bring you guilt-free taste sensation. The good sweet stuff, huh? That's right. Fruise Pops are the freshest, sweetest, and purest pop around. They are creative and healthy alternative for kids and adults and and can be customized for your dietary requirements including dairy-free, gluten-free, and vegan-free. I love that. We can take a stand. We take a stand against using artificial colors, refined sugars, and chemical additives so you know, as we know, that what it says is exactly that. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank Thank you. you. Okay, let's start with Pete. So your background is journalism and video producing. Yes, exactly. Completely different. Absolutely. Tell us... (laughs) What ignited that change? I think I've, I've always been a cook. Yeah. Cooking has always been my passion. But I didn't always believe that you had to do your passion for your work. And I got to a stage in my life where I was just 
just had had enough of what I was doing and really wanted to do something, also importantly, something that was my own, have my own little company. And I spent I spent months actually in the kitchen trying to ignore the fact that I needed to find a job. And the ice cream came out of that. People, friends started asking to order it. Um, eventually I got a couple of uh, catering chefs that seemed to love it. And yeah, it just, it was a really natural kind of organic process. And uh, Pete's Super Flavors, how did that come about? The, the, the name of your product? Pete's Supernatural, I'll tell you how. I was thinking, trying to think of all sorts of fancy names <laughs> for months. And then I realized, first of all, that people already knew it as Pete's Ice Cream. And I read a book by an Italian chef, and he said, if you're going to be making food, be brave enough to put your name on it. Mm. And at the end of the day, I thought, okay, you know, I can't fight it. That's going to be that's going to be the name. Michelle, yes, a mother of seven. Seven. Yes. Uh, Jessica, being your uh, second child. Second child. Yes. So, tell us about being a mother, and your kids have grown up out of the house. You were 50 years old, are 50 years old, and you feel, you still feel you have fire. Inside yes, of you. I've got energy. Energy to create a, a business. And just like Pete, it's starting from a love of cooking. Exactly. I'm happiest when I'm in the kitchen. Yes. And I had my first child when I was young. Yes. And my children have all grown up. My last two children are twins and they're 16 years old. So they're not really dependent on me as they used to be. And I've got a lot of free time on my hands and still young enough to do something that I love. Jessica, when your mother came up with this idea that she wants to start, you know, gourmet lo- uh, ice pops, what were you thinking? I mean, were you still working? Had you had your first or second child by then? How did that, how did you get reeled in? Well, I already had my second child. Um, I wasn't working anymore. I came from a more corporate background as well. Um, I managed the sales and accounts department um, of Gourmet Sand. Um, so once I had my first child, I had resigned from my work to go and start my family. And my mom and I spent a lot of time together. We used to um, make cakes and cupcakes and sell them for to friends and for our family's birthday parties and everything. And we did a lot of party planning and events and that sort of thing. So um, when she contacted me, she phoned me one morning and said, <laughs> you have to come over. Um, I've got a, a plan. Let's start a business. And I just sort and of, you know that kind of, you I know. I just knew, yeah. Yes. I, I sort of rolled my eyes and I thought this is another one because we've been talking for months about starting a business, we were either going to do the cupcakes or do the party planning or something along those lines, but nothing ever materialized. So I went and dropped my oldest son off at school and I loaded up my baby and off I went to my mom's house. <laughs> and um, I sat there waiting to see what this was going to be all about. And she put on a um, one of the shows of Unique Sweets. Yes. And um, it was a show of a company in um, America that did this, a similar sort of thing. And when I saw it, I just knew that this is actually what we're meant to be doing. I'm so, you know, I, I love people's entrepreneurial journey and it, it's so brave of all three of you just to come out into a space where usually, I mean, it's, it's a male dominated kind of business, you yes. know, but to come out and be like fierce and confident. I, I know the process is of trial and of error and we want to speak mm. about that. But before we touch on that subject, um, we, I've got a call from my co-host, Jade. Hello. Hi. <laughs> what a nice surprise. Oh, I had to surprise you. Uh, all this ice cream talk. I'm <laughs> having gelato, babe. How, 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 how was your holiday, darling? How's everything going? Oh, Libby, Italy was amazing, and we're now in Croatia, and it's just so cool, and I'm listening live to you, and yes. I've got FOMO. Oh. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to ask the ladies right here in studio? I mean, you are the, the rock star amongst us. Um, Sus, I think it's, uh, I was just listening to both the different stories. I think both are so cool. I think Peter's story, um, hearing how this all started, mm-hmm. um, in the kitchen and everything. And for the other two girls, have you already, I don't know if I, I missed that. Did you already ask them how they got to that point themselves as well? Yes, we did. Oh, cool. No, well, that's cool. Sorry, I have to log off because I'm actually doing this. I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of myself. I managed to load my Skype account with euros. <laughs> and I've managed to like be 
<laughs> I managed to get through the technophobe retard block and I did this because I just wanted to say hello. We miss you and thanks so much for the support and I can't wait to have you back in studio, dear friend. Okay, well, enjoy the ice cream and tell them they have to leave samples. <laughs> they will, I trust me. <laughs> Love you. Love <laughs> you. ladies. Enjoy your time there. Thank you. So let's get into the flavors of Supernatural. Okay, tell us about the product itself. And I want to taste okay. some, Pete. Yes. Would you like to taste yes, some now? Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay. The flavors are actually my very favorite part of the process. Tell, it, tell us about the process. I yes. think um, I started off making ice cream in quite a, con- a conventional way, which is, which is also classic. That was using eggs. And um, halfway through the whole process, I decided that although I love ice cream with eggs, I felt like I wanted a very, very pure base for flavor, which to me is finding the very best milk and cream you can. In my case, I use starch as a thickener instead of the eggs. And I just, I feel that it's a, it's a cleaner flavor Mm. base. So... Really, my Twitter handle sort of says it all. Fearless, fearless flavor. Fearless flavor, great. Um, I, you know, just in general in the marketplace, there were a lot of ice creams that were really sort of bland tasting. You know, if your eyes were closed, you couldn't, you couldn't tell what it was. So the idea was to just pursue flavor hard, really, and come up with some fantastically modern combinations, also using classic flavors, something like, Salty caramel is a is a classic French flavor, um, but then say rose pomegranate Turkish delight is my own invention. This is absolutely delicious. What am I? T- this is Vietnamese coffee. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's actually it is delicious. It's a mm. classic modern artisan flavor. Um, the movement the movement really started in the states, and there's a huge amount of mentors there that I've never even met. I've read their books. You know, I look at I look at what they're doing and I follow I follow them. Every artisan ice cream maker needs a Vietnamese coffee, mm. and you mm. have to kind of put your own little spin on it, which I think I think I've done. Tell us about the other flavors. I could eat this all um, day. Tell us well, about the other flavors you have. Although people tend to think of my ice cream as mainly for adults, there are a lot of adult flavors, but I always try and have something in there for kids. Yeah. So at the moment, I think you've got it there. It's a choc chip cookie dough. Oh, M-G. Which is, the cookie dough is, is homemade. <laughs> this is, I don't know what, how it sounds on the other side, but this is really good, ladies. And it's in a beautiful vanilla base. This is really great, yes. Um, our mm. vanilla is, we use vanilla pods only. Mm. So you've got a lot of vanilla in there. And you can, you can tell, I think, when you taste it, how, how beautifully the milk and cream highlights the vanilla. Because that chopped chip cookie dough, for instance, has a vanilla base. And the, the, the chopped chip is just so relevant, yes. you know. Oh, my goodness. And that's something else about our mix-ins. My mm. mix-ins are all made by me, but where I can't manage. Like, for instance, I don't have a stand mixer, which you need for the cookie dough. So I've got fantastic suppliers. For the cookie dough, I've got Danielle from Mummers in Parktown North. Yeah. She makes the cookie dough for me. Okay. So I really try and find local suppliers wherever possible. She also makes... The marshmallows, which are vanilla bean, and they are gelatine-free because a lot of my customers don't want gelatine. So we, we just try and approach everything with a lot of care, a lot of thought, where we can, because I do have a helper. Yes. Um, he's, he's a young pastry chef who works for me a couple of days a week. So, so are, you, are you doing this all from your house? Yes, absolutely. I'm trying to avoid overheads still. Absolutely. Yeah. We talk, so, yes, we actually talked we, we, about I was talking to the, the other girls about it, and it's yeah. really, you know, it slowly creeps in. The business starts to overtake your home. It's difficult to have, you know, to keep separation, which you have to, but you must, I feel, you must avoid things like rent. Um, what, what, what flavor is this? Sorry, I, I'm uh, like so into the ice cream. Okay. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yes. that's Mexican hot chocolate with Mexican marshmallows. Mexican hot chocolates. Yeah. Okay. So it's made a little bit spicy with mm. some mm. cayenne and cinnamon mm. and the gelatine-free vanilla bean marshmallows, which are hand-cut as well. Um, the marshmallows, where are you sourcing everything from? Um, Those are from Mummers. Okay, okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Let's move <laughs> to Fruce Pops. Tell us... Jessica and Michelle, mom and daughter. Okay, 
your ingredients. How do you get them? Are they organic? Tell us a little bit more about the produce in your product. Well, wherever possible, we use organic ingredients mm. or we try and source ingredients where we know where they where they've been grown or where they come from. Sorry, 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 mom. While she's talking, I need to be having something in my mouth. Come on. Get with um, the program, uh, Jess. I can offer you a banana and peanut butter or a pear, blue cheese and cashew nut. Banana and peanut butter. Yes, Michelle, I'm listening. So there's a, a farm store in the area where we live, an organic farm store called Teresa's Farm Store. And we get a lot of our products from there. Mm. We only use South African fruit mm. and we only use fruit that's in season. This is delicious. Enjoying that. <laughs> I think I'm going to cry. This is so that is delicious. Organic peanut butter, sugar-free yes. and salt-free, and bananas. It's an explosion of taste in here. Yes. yes. <laughs> totally yes. good for you. Mm-hmm. So where was I? Oh, um, so we source all our, our products wherever possible they're organic, and we get them from Teresa's farm stall, and we only use South African fruit, only ever. And we only use fruit that's in season. So our flavors are constantly changing as the seasons change and new fruits become available. Jessica, what are the other combinations that uh, Fruits Pops has when it comes to the, um, the pops? We've also got a, one of our other more popular and very refreshing flavors is the apple, cucumber, and mint. Yes. Um, and it's got a nice whole slice of fresh apple inside it. And then fresh mint blended up and um, it looks delicious and it tastes delicious. We have one here. And um, we do. Yes. Bring it. Bring it. But at any given time, we've got about 24 flavors available. Oops. <laughs> we won't tell Gareth that just happened. <laughs> okay, next ice cream, please. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, so I'm we, listening. We, we, uh, wherever, at any given time, we've got about 24 flavors um, that are, are changing as the months change. Oh, so, so you... It's variables that changes the combinations that you fuse together. Yeah, we've got um, plum and rosemary. We've got strawberry and balsamic or strawberry lemonade or strawberry and cream. Pineapple, rooibos and mint, um, Mexican chocolate. Love it. Mm. And then what inspired you to combine these flavors or what inspires the actual ingredients themselves? And you said you've got, you can have uh, gluten-free, uh, vegan. Yes. So tell us about that. Is that a health-conscious decision? Based it, it on is. Uh, I think we can formulate our recipes and our blends to suit anybody's needs, yes, really. Yes. Uh, we don't use any artificial sugars at all. Uh, all our ice pops are sweetened with honey only or agave nectar. And agave nectar has a much lower glycemic index to sugar, so it makes it quite a good treat for people with diabetes, ADD, or ADHD. And do your kids love it? I mean, I'm sure My they're the perfect love it, uh, yes. guinea pigs. Always. All of us. <laughs> Okay, when we come back, I'm going to ask all three of you ladies why your customers' cravings are key to your success. Talking money. 
even know. Bad, bad mama see this. Ain't no mediocre. Don't want no mediocre. I won't hit no mediocre. You're a bad shit. Stuntin' on a mediocre. On no mediocre. You stand on a mediocre. Seven. Went, went, went with me. And then on a mediocre. From their head to their toes. That's so far from mediocre. I'm in Brazil with a chick. Kept me in the mansion in the hill with a chick. Get out in tennis shoes. Throw some heels on the chick. I'm the type of guy to split a meal with a chick. Hold up. Only is she bad though. I had tryna find someone that better than my lab though. Take her to my castle. Drown her in my cab Say her thing so little she can fit it in her way. Told me she can't ride that down no further than a cab. Said I got that down down. She wanna be my tutor. So she give me brain. Get into it on the scooter. Has sits on the beat from Bermuda up to Cuba. I need a lot of dime but I'm looking for a cutie chick. Give me that. What she said when she got to sit. When I ain't around give a damn who you do it with. Super thick pretty face. Menage then take 20 at the same time. I wanna get your rent paid. I don't want a bad chick, cause I don't want no mediocre. Don't want no mediocre. I don't want no mediocre. No, bad mama see this. Ain't no mediocre. Don't want no mediocre. I won't hit no mediocre. You're a bad chick. Stuntin' on a mediocre. On no mediocre. You stand on a mediocre. Seven. Women with me. And none of them mediocre. From their head to their toe. They so far from mediocre. Yeah. 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 I'm still chewing on my fruit pops. I'm having such a good time. You're listening to Rockies, Rookies, my goodness, and Rockstars streaming live from cliffcentral.com on your WeChat app. To get hold of us, our Twitter handle is at cliffcentral.com, Instagram, cliffcentral, Facebook, cliffcentral, and on WeChat, our ID is cliffcentral. In studio with me are the phenomenal forces of nature. The ladies, the beautiful, dynamic duo, mum and daughter, from fruit pops, Michelle Gomez, and Jessica Cooper, and then we have the eccentric Pete from Pete Supernatural Ice Creams. Welcome back, ladies. So, we're talking about why customers' cravings are key to your success. You know what? I, I believe that... Okay, let me actually stop eating the ice cream so we can do this properly. <laughs> I actually can't put it down. Getting the right product to the market and trying to make your mega sales uh, it takes an understanding of what your market needs and what your market requires. Is that true, Jess? Yes, I do think that's true. Um, for us, one of the important things is or it's that um, people are looking for a healthier alternative now. Absolutely. Um, and with our Fruz Pups, it's healthy. You can have it guilt-free and it's delicious at the same time. I like to call it the good sweet stuff. That's right. Uh, yes, And Karen. also, um, I think for us, with our flavors being so unique and so different and interesting, um, people want to try it. They, um, they look at the flavor and they can't resist it. And we found at um, places that we have been selling our pups, um, people will come back two or three or four, even five times because they want to try one of each flavor that is available. So that's really been great for us, for our sales. And, and I love the fact that you really cater for everybody. I mean, the time when we first met, you were doing mountain biking races and they loved it at the pit stops. Yeah, Am I correct, right. Michelle? That's right. We did a mountain bike race at um, Hakahane yes. in, in uh, Harder Beer Sport. Yes. And that was one of, one of our first events and it was very popular. Wherever we've been, the people just love the product. Pete, how do you discover the right group of customers and build a product especially for them? How, how would you, know, you go about doing that? I think, I think everyone who loves flavor, who really loves high-quality ingredients, is a customer. Mm. Um, obviously, you have to love ice cream. And I, th I think basically what happens is that people taste it, they love it, and they keep coming back. That's been my experience. When you put in all that hard work and you work on ways I, – I try to keep my flavors at least two notes. I don't – you know, it's never just lemon juice. There'll be lemon rind in that frozen yogurt as well. You know, mm -hmm. it will have been steeped with lemon rind. So I think it's, it's just trying to create a really balanced, unique flavor. Once, once you taste it once, you're going to want to come back for more. Ladies, and this is for all three of you, um, I'm sure it was really a, a demanding process of – trial and error, kind of oh, yes. prototyping. You know, you send mm. a product out there, I mean, at maybe at a cheaper rate or a faster version. So giving the customers um, an, an option of what they like and what they don't like and getting that feedback. How did you go about that, Michelle, with Fruits Pops? Um, or, 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 or what was also believing to be missing in your product as Fruits Pops? Um, it's 
How did you go to answer that? Because mm. from the very first day that we've sold our ice pops, they've been popular. <laughs> Lucky so, you. Um, yes, and also we, we've got a bit of an edge in South Africa is because this is a brand new concept in South Africa. There's a lot of um, ice pop companies all around the world in Australia and the UK and America, but in South Africa it's a very brand new concept. So we've got in just, I think, at the right time ahead of other people. And Pete, with regards to Supernatural? Um, I think, yeah, I think I also, I just identified a need in the market. Mm. There wasn't much besides Hagendas. Yes, I correct. Think I'm, I'm a huge fan of Hagendas, but Hagendas is a little sweet for our palates. Mm. Um, and, you know, it is, it's trial and error. I remember, you know, I make a beautiful uh, pistachio ice cream, which involves roasting pistachios, steeping them in the milk and cream. And I was surprised to find that many people who consider themselves lovers of pistachio ice cream didn't like it. And then I realized that they're actually so used to the artificial pistachio flavor that you get in most ice creams that they had no concept of what, you know, a fresh natural flavor is. So there is, you know, there's some things you have to let go, but there'll always be people, you know, I've I've just come to trust my own Taste. If I love something, I think there's, you know, there's probably going to be a market. And I've always got loads of willing tasters, you know, to help me along the way. There's a question out there, ladies. Where the hell can we buy these ice creams? So, Pete, let's start with you. My ice cream is available from (laughs) Jackson's Real Food Market in Bryanston, Organic Emporium, both online and at the physical store Mm -hmm. in the Bryanston Shopping Centre. Also at Oakland's Fruit in Oakland's, which is a fabulous fruit shop, and they do all. They have all sorts of small artisan people you, makers like me. So do you buy it? You buy it in the pint size. In the pint size. Yeah. Is, is this the pint size? Yes. Okay, correct. And then also you can get scoops on the menu at Voodoo Lily Cafe oh, in Birdhaven, at uh, Schwamico in Norwood, Three Marys in at Forty Four Stanley, and Salvation Cafe at Forty Four Stanley. And by summer, we're going to have at least one more retail store and probably a couple, two more restaurants. Jess, um, where can we find these fruit pops? At the moment, our ice pops are available from Teresa's Farm Stall in Kailami, mm-hmm. um, also from Fig Tree Bay in um, Sloan Center. And then you can collect them directly from us, from our little factory in Kailami. And you can buy as little as 10 or as many as you like. And then you'll also... Bound to find us at some more other event. Um, Definitely. That's where I always <laughs> find you. Um, we've done a couple of things. Um, we were at the um, Rock the Run. That was that big um, jogging, running um, event. Mm. And they went down really well there. Mm. Um, and then we, we've recently done the Delicious Festival. We're doing the 702 Walk the Talk at the end of July. Awesome. Um, so we've got a whole lot of things up and coming. We're actually doing the Oakland's Farm, Oakfields Farm Bridal Expo this weekend as oh, well. Lovely, so, lovely. You know what, ladies, as entrepreneurs – you have to ask the right questions. So it's about a business model versus a business plan. Now, you really don't have to go in depth about this. But Jess, since you are um, uh, the one I'm speaking to at the moment, uh, how true is it that you have to develop your business model, um, but your business plan and the point of it all should be a living and an enduring document? I mean, do you agree with that? I do, absolutely. Um, I think it's very important to have a business plan to start off so that you – you know where you're going. and Sorry to interject, and I like to do that. I, I'm just excited to have you guys here. What's your background? You were at GOM Advertising. No, GOME Sand. GOME Sand, um, yes. We sold sand to the building industry, so very oh. different from where I am now. Okay, okay. Um, did that help you in what you're actually doing now, um, the yes, tenacity? I suppose it did, yeah. And um, I think also um, be always being under pressure and on the go and everything is also what drives me and um, keeps me busy and um motivates me to put everything that I've got into Fruz, and it's definitely paid off. Um, yeah, so with regards to the business plan, I think it is important to have mm. a plan so that you know where you're going or where you want to go and, and all the steps and how to get there. So that's that's what we did. Um, and all along the way, we've referred back to it to make sure, sure that we're keeping on the right track. And it's obviously changed and adjusted as we've gone along, um, but we've definitely stuck to it and referred back to it, so it's helped to keep us on the right track. Michelle. If you want to be successful, finish that sentence off for me. I think you need to be determined. You need to believe in your product and have confidence in your product. Um, Check on your business plan all the time. And I think a lot of the time, follow your intuition. 
and people come along and they help you along the journey. But also, if you don't agree with the advice or in the direction that they're leading you, you need to stick to, stay focused to your your beliefs and your plan, and just not um, give up on, not be persuaded to do something else. Peter, finish the sentence off for me. I've learned important lessons by being a journalist and a video producer and a researcher that translate into my current business. How did that, how did, how did that do for you? I think what I learned in the work I did previously mm. is really the power of perseverance and just dogged determination. Also, you need to show up. You know, you need to be present. You need to be available. Um, and humility as well, because you go from being in this, certainly now I've gone from being a customer to being a supplier. And it's, it's a very different position. To the mothers, Jessica and Michelle, you're going to teach your kids that good things take time and there are no shortcuts. How you, will this be applied to your operation as Foos Pops? How, what lessons have you learned that you can teach your kids out of this you know, small operation? Be organized. Yeah, <laughs> I can believe that. Make sacrifices. Yeah. Believe in yourself. Uh, stay true to your goals. If you don't take your, the initiative, somebody else will. If you don't run with an idea, somebody mm. else is going to bound is bound to do it. Ladies, you know, as much as passion and perseverance and determination are big contenders in this game, we call being an entrepreneur right here on the Rookies and Rockstars show. Sadly, passion alone does not drive business. We all know that. It has to be managed well, and you have to be taken seriously. Pete, yep. what have been your setbacks with Supernatural? What, if, what are the lessons learned? Uh, the lesson, I think, number one, you can't do everything yourself. You have to. And as a woman, we love we that. We love to do oh that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Delegation yeah. is such a big no. You, you yeah. have to find help. You know, at the point that you need it, you have to find help and you have to, because you're expending so much energy doing everything, you know, marketing, artwork, making the custards, delivering. And you're doing that by yourself at the moment, correct? Well, I do. I, I have help two days a week. I have a young chef, chef who helps. Mm. And I've just just taken on a, a second person. Um, and I actually, I'm at the point where I need more help and I'm busy figure, figuring that out. But that's very important because you can exhaust yourself and you're already working generally a six or seven, well, I am generally a six or seven day a week. And it is very rewarding, but you need you you need to be able to put those systems in place where the production cycle can happen um, w- with you either not being there or or simply you know supervising. And yeah, that's important. Jess, this is a question to you, and this is from a friend of mine who just opened a, a small lingerie boutique. And basically, this is what she said to me, and I want to throw it out to you, ladies, as group of, as a group of women who are basically you know in the startup of their uh, business life. And in a market which is really artesian and basically where um, you are using your imagination and your, and your passion and your leading edge to really create um, a legacy for yourself and for your kids. So she says to me that everything, everybody thinks that growth is great, but it can be crippling if you don't manage it properly. Um, huge pressures on cash flow. And, but spending time building relationships, and I love that, with the suppliers, negotiating to get a few extra weeks to pay for those orders and also keeping the bank informed about what's going on all the time is really, really what she's learned out of being startup. What do you think of that statement? Um, I do agree with everything that she has said. Um, From our point of view, we've been fortunate enough um, in that we didn't have to take any loans initially to start out. Um, We both cashed in some of our savings, yeah. which was a huge help. A re- huge risk as well. It was, yeah. yeah. We didn't know if it was going to work. We also, um, the machine that we used to ma- to freeze our ice pops is not available in the country, so we had to import that from Brazil. Wow. So that was also a big decision that had to be made because it was a lot of money. Um, it was. It also took four months to get it out of here, uh, get it out here, um, and we had to decide whether we could could make this work and if it could justify us cashing in that money and everything. Um, but at the same time, it did take that stress and that pressure off um, to, you know, having to meet the 
um, make enough money to pay back the loans every month. Mm. Um, yeah, I think, um, I don't know if you can add anything. What can you add, Michelle, to that? Um, as far as tell, tell us some of your setbacks that you've had, you know, in this journey of Ruse Pops. I think, to be honest, we haven't really had a setback yet, other than when we first started selling our ice creams, um, we had a lot of trial and error in trying to keep them frozen. We would Absolutely. Take them in, we would Pete, take have them you in. experienced that as well? Mm. We, we would yes. take them out to the site <laughs> on the ice. <laughs> yeah. And within three or four hours, the ice had melted. Absolutely. You know, so <laughs> we've, we've, we've learned a lesson, and we now rely on dry ice. Uh, we've got a very cute little deep freeze that's been – we've had a customized trolley made for it, and wherever possible, we plug it into the power. But we're quite jacked up now, and our ice creams stay frozen out of a deep freeze for about three days because we keep them on dry wow. ice. Pete, do you want to add to that? Well, I actually want to get back to what your friend said about relationships. Yes. And for me, that that has been absolutely huge. The I've I've been really lucky. I've had amazing customers who do what they say, and they, you know, at the end of the day, that customer who owns the shop is the person selling your product for you. Mm. And I didn't realize how much food depended on relationships too, just like everything else. It's, yeah, it's yeah. been huge. The power of networking, Jessica, when it comes to Fruits Pops. Um, I think you just have to connect with people because mm. at the end of the day, the people are the reason why you're in business mm. and they're keeping you in business. Mm. So wherever we go, we tell people about our product. They know people that um, can help us. Right now we're having difficulty with packaging and there's mm. a lot of people out there that are helping us, steering us in different directions until we find the right product that, to, to suit our pops. And they are very helpful because um, you'll phone somebody for something and start telling them about what you're looking for or what you're proposing. And they say, I know somebody, you've got to get in touch with them. And they refer us to the next person. So you, you just keep on going from one person to the next. And that's been very helpful as well. I'm loving this. This is so informative. Um, I, I just want to eat more fruit spots and more uh, supernaturals. But when we get back, we're going to talk about with these uh, really uh, esteemed guests, and I call you esteemed in my eyes, um, just the hidden assumptions that keep women from living larger, especially in the business world, and especially when it comes to living in Johannesburg, working in Johannesburg, and trying to make a name for yourself.
delicious right here on Rookies and Rockstars, streaming live from Cliff Central on your WeChat app. So sitting with me in studio is Fruits Pops, uh, Michelle Gomez-Sebastian's mom, and Jessica Cooper, daughter, and Pete Fresh, correct? Yes. <laughs> I've always got to ask you that. From Pete's Supernatural. Um, a, a question came in, ladies. Have you ever considered making sweets instead of ice cream, instead of popsicles? Yes, I've, I've given it a bit of thought. Yeah. Um, and the problem is that when you're doing one thing, and I think in the way we all are, mm-hmm. you need to stay focused. And we were talking about it earlier. We we have ideas all the time. But, you know, you only have so much time in a week. Hopefully one day, things like like sweets and certainly I'd, I'd like to make a hot chocolate. Oh, yeah. yummy. <laughs> With your marshmallows in there. Exactly. Huh? <laughs> uh, Jess, Michelle. Have you no, ever considered it? No, I haven't. We've staying focused on the ice pops and giving our attention to the ice pops, keeping them for you, now. You, yes. you want to basically just be <laughs> exceptional in your one field. You know yes. what I mean? You don't want to be a jack of all trades and go all over the place. And I, you know, that, yes, that's a good interpretation. You have rule. to stay focused. Yeah. So I want to talk about you know the hidden assumptions that keep women from living at large, especially as being female entrepreneurs in our dynamic country. You know, as, as women, we try and balance and challenge work and life and career and babies and not having babies and husky dogs mm. like we had earlier today. Um, you know what, Michelle, especially being a mother of seven, correct? Yes. Um, right. you, you, you want to be a fabric in your kid's life. You know, you don't want to uh, live a life of regrets or blow that moment or and have a meaningful and enriching participation in your children's life. And at the same time, like Pete, we don't have to judge anyone who's got different opinions about that. But it's really important to choose your own. How have you balanced it all? I mean, are still balancing. I mean, just because they're out of the house doesn't mean you're not a mother anymore. That's right. I think, you know, it goes also back to organization and communication with your children. And I think they've become quite supportive of us. They help where necessary. Um, they're, they're old enough. I'm fortunate my children are big enough and old enough and uh, independent. And I think uh, women generally underestimate themselves and they underestimate the ability of what they're capable. And certainly for me, um, I've surprised myself really doing what we're doing and how successful it's become in such a short amount of time. How proud are you, are, are you of your mother? I'm very proud. She's um, definitely been a um, a mentor to me mm. and a role model. Mm. Um, so I'm definitely very proud, and it's just been um, so fantastic to be in this together with her. Um, Pete, we talked earlier on about women first have to just um, adjust their mindsets, you know, of this limited belief system, you know, and just being open to commit to, you know, their dreams and p- pursue their careers. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I do think um, it, it, I agree with you. Many women are, are sort of brought up with the just that that's, that little suggestion that you, you should educate yourself and you should have a, a good job. But, you know, you possibly are going to land up with a man to look after you, so to speak. And I think, I don't think, I think it has changed. Duncan is like killing himself. But I think, I think, and this, yeah, our generation, I think yes. this generation coming up has really different a different outlook, but 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 there's there's still those little subtle messages that that come Absolutely. all the time. I think for me, you know, more importantly, it was it was quite difficult getting into a profession which is, you know, restaurants are largely male centered, stores are largely owned by men, 
Um, is it tough out there? Well, I, I do think women have to work a little harder to be taken seriously. Just that little bit more. Do you agree, Michelle? Yeah. Yes, I do. Um, but then, you know, there's, there's the upside, certainly on my, on my product, and I think on yours too. A huge percentage of the customers are actually women and children. Yes. They love buying ice cream and, mm. and ice lollies. So you've got, you've got, you've got that. And of course, it comes back to relationships in the end. Anyone, you know, anyone needs, once they're going to take you on and buy your product for their store, they need to know that you're serious. And I think you have to prove that to each new customer. Another hidden assumption that we as women have, uh, creating a roadblock for us not to be larger in life, especially in our entrepreneurial sense, is that I have to be perfect in all yes. that I do, or the flip side of that, of that is I am not good enough. Jessica. Um, Let's start with the youngest. <laughs> Me and you, honey. <laughs> I mean, do, we do feel like that. I think we're such control freaks when it's when it's honestly about giving people the authority to be able to be delegates. You know, sometimes you can give people that responsibility, but you don't want to give them that authority. You know what I mean? And it's hard for us, well, for me especially, to just back down and back away and say that that actually may be a, a an ability for somebody to be able to do the job just as good or even better than I can. Mm. Um, I think for me especially, um, coming from a managerial position at yes. Gome Sand, um, I worked there for seven years, so um, I was always under that pressure and on the go. And um, and then when I decided to start my family, I resigned, and all of a sudden I was at home with not much to do besides take care of my baby. Um, so, yeah, the days came and the days went, and I was sitting on the floor playing with toys, doing that sort of thing, and it was very different from where I had come um, I was working from 7 to 5 or sometimes 7 to 7 before that and in meetings and all that sort of thing um, to just being a mom at home. And then I had my second child. So it was a good three years that I was just at home being a mom um, before we started Fruise Pups. And um, it's just, yeah, made me realize once again because I kind of got into um, a routine and a pattern and I would just be at home or just go and visit my mom with the kids and take the kids to school and that sort of thing and it was a good reminder for me once we had started Fruise Pops what I'm actually capable of um, and that's your work in progress actually yeah completely. exactly yeah um, and also yeah to be, believe in myself um, mm. so uh, yeah it really has been a, a great journey for me and um, yeah Michelle do you have anything to say about that? Just about being, not always being uh, perfect or stop the roadblocks of saying to yourself that I'm just not good enough when it comes to being an entrepreneur and in, in, in our country. Well, Luby, first of all, I'm a mom of seven kids. I have to be in control yes. of everything. And they have to do what <laughs> I, I tell that. them. <laughs> yeah. And uh, working with Jessica, I really try very hard. How is your business relationship, by the way? Is it, yes. is, is it good? Do you have the same principles and values yes. and work ethic? Yeah, we yes, definitely, definitely do. And that's what I was going to say. Working with Jessica, mm. I do try very hard all the time, very consciously, to uh, to steer our relationship in a way that we are equal partners. Because in our business, we are equal partners. So I don't want to be the controlling mother in the business to say, you must do this or this is how we're going to do it or whatever. I've I interact with Jessica for the woman who she is, not because she's my daughter. Love that. And I'm the authority. Love that. Um, yeah, so. Pete, okay, final assumption, okay. If I, as a woman, we, we like to say this, yes. if I follow the rules, good things will happen. You know that old school mindset that if you do everything, you know, to the T, we'll get rewarded for that. I know and I have experienced and I know a lot of women experience that business, the rules are different. What can you say to that? Like, basically, we have to take responsibility for our own career, you know, and ask for what we need and what we deserve and what we want. Yes, exactly. Um, <clears throat> I think you do need to be a bit of a maverick. Absolutely. I like you're making, that. You're making up the rules as you go along because it's, it's an entirely new th In my case, it was an entirely new thing. And really, that's, that's the thing about staying awake because the lessons are there every day, you know. And it's also important to talk about your accomplishments, you know, and let people yeah, know which that. which is quite difficult. Which is yes. very difficult mm. for us, ladies. <laughs> and you know what? You've got to let people know that your enterprise is booming and moving forward and that you have facilitated that growth. Jace, you want to add anything to that? Um, 
yeah, I think um, social media is a great way to do it when mm. when you're not so good at just doing it yourself. Yes, and, yes. Yeah, so um, that makes it a little bit easier. Um, but I do agree with what you're saying. Like, for example, all um, Fruits Pups' branding, we actually initially we had um, paid somebody to do our branding and our logo and all that sort of thing, and it just dragged on and on, and they couldn't deliver. Um, it took us a good three months, and they still couldn't give us what we were looking for. So eventually I put pen to paper, and I started scribbling and drawing, and I actually um, – I des- designed our, our whole logo. So, yeah. As a refresher, where can we find these delicious gourmet pops and ice creams? Pete, let's start with you. You can find my ice cream at Jackson's Real Food Market in Bryanston. Yes. Organic Emporium.coza. Yes. Oakland's Fruit and Voodoo Lily 44 sta- – uh, excuse me – um, Voodoo Lily, Three Marys, and Salvation Cafe in 44 Stanley. And your social mediums, Twitter, Facebook? Twitter is at Fearless Flavor. Facebook is Peter Frisch or Pete's Supernatural Ice Cream. Website? Website still under construction. Okay. Um, Jessica or Michelle, where can we find Fruits Pops? Our Fruits Pops are available at Teresa's Farm Stall in Kalami and at Victory Bay coffee shop at the Sloan Center in Bryanston, mm. or you can contact us directly um, if you go to www.fruispops, yes. and you can order from us um, from our factory in Kailami. There's a question here. Soweto, when are we bringing these delicious products to Soweto, ladies? Come back to the... thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm really about think it. about it. I mm. think that might be a great market for all of you as well. Yeah. Um, ladies, you know what? I had a fantastic time. I still want plenty of uh, your products in my house. I mean, do you, do you make personal deliveries, by the way, if I order them? It can be arranged. Can it be arranged? Can it be arranged? Absolutely, Jessica, yes. Michelle, thank you so much. You know, your motivators, your inspiration. I love the fact that you used your imagination to create something that you are really passionate about. And um, all the best with the, the future of uh, Pete's Supernatural and Fruits Pops. Okay, we love you and thank you so much for coming on to Cliff Central. It's me, Subian Boyer from Rookies and Rockstar. Don't forget to join me again back with my co-host Jade Renestine on Rookies and Rockstars 11 to 12 Wednesday Cliff Central and we're out.